0: You're listening to BG Mania from March 28, 2018. On with the show. To BG Mania, a video game music podcast found on Level Down Games every Wednesday. I'm Brian, joined as always by the self proclaimed King of Long Island, Frank. Hey, guys. Before we get into the excellent music we have lined up for your listening pleasure today, we want to let you know the following is brought to you by TechniSport Gaming Chairs. Are you in need of a new chair for your office, studio, or gaming space? TechniSport is one of the leading manufacturers for gaming related chairs. In fact, scholars have long debated the origins of the Pro Gamer series. The most common theory is that a mad scientist created the first prototype by crossing a racing car with a lazy boy. However, gamers claim to have known these creatures for thousands of years and some streamers insist that they have always existed right here in cyberspace go to techsportusa.com and use the offer code l d g stands for level down games offer code ldg to save 10 percent when making a purchase if you're interested in helping us out here at level down games all of our affiliate links can also be found in the youtube description box and all of our videos and in the descriptions for our podcasts on podcast services We've got Technic Sport Gaming Chairs, Amazon, Origin PC, and Razer. Thanks in advance for all of the support. Last but not least, if you don't currently subscribe to our YouTube channel or other podcasts, we've got a lot of great content you may be interested in. Simply search Level Down Games on any podcast app of your choice to see a list of our shows, including Max Level, BG Mania, Glow, and Revisiting the Classics. We also have a YouTube channel that sees at least one new video uploaded to it daily, and again, that can be found by searching for Level Down Games on YouTube. We'd love to see you around more often in our community, and we'd also love to hear from you, too. If you want to contact the show, feel free to send an email to bgmania at leveldowngames.com. We're always looking for additional requests for upcoming episodes, including Radio Hour and our themed weeks. You can also send us general questions or thoughts related to video games or gaming music, or even personal questions related to myself and Frank. All requests will eventually make it into the show, and any good question will make it into our recordings as well. On top of this, a cool thing we started to do. If you subscribe to us on YouTube, follow us at twitch.tv slash leveldowngames and leave us a review on iTunes. We will send you one or two crappy Steam games from our ever-growing library of crappy Steam games. Here's the thing about Frank and myself. We like bad games. We want to start sharing our love of bad games with you. So if you sub to us on YouTube, follow us at Twitch, and leave us a review on iTunes, let us know through Twitter or bgmania at leveldowngames.com and we will send you one, two, or maybe even more crappy Steam games. All right, man, it's the end of the month, and it's time for another episode of Radio Hour. One of our favorite concepts here at BG Mania and Level Down Games, it's Radio Hour Volume 9. For those that are just tuning in for the first time, Radio Hour is an eccentric mix, eclectic mix, so to speak, it's everything that you could ever want and more we take a assortment of games we never play sometimes we play music from the same games in these episodes but some a lot of times we don't it's a rarity yeah it's a rarity but it has happened in the past i myself have done it in the past but um you know frank and i both come prepared with five tracks each so ten total we have a pick from jessica who's also a staff member here at level down games and we always include one submission from fans and we did finally get a a fan submission before we recorded this episode. So they came through, as they always do in the end. But um, we obviously, we want more we want more fan submissions. So we would like to do entire episodes based on fan submissions, and we'd even like to get more fan submissions into our themed weeks. So as always, like I said there at the beginning, if you email us, bgmania at leveldowngames.com, you can send us requests for as much as you want or as little as you want. We'll definitely always slot it in somewhere in one of our episodes, because it's what we like to do. BG Mania is a fun concept. It's, it's always a, a good time. We always have a blast listening to music. And that first thing that opened up there was your first pick for the week. So what was that?
1: So uh, as fans of Max Level would understand that I've been playing a lot of SNK games.
0: Yeah, you talked a lot about SNK this past week on Monday on Max Level.
1: And that was from King of the Fighters 98. That was the Soul Town. Uh,
0: Okay, which is uh, the Korea team, correct? Korea team.
1: Yes. Yeah. Um, I'd love me some King of the Fighters. for, for a while, King of the Fighters is going on every single year. But, you know, I, th- I think it ended 2012 was the most recent one?
0: No, there was one in 2016, I believe.
1: Okay, so is it, it, yeah. the, you know, they're not yearly anymore. They used to be. No,
0: no, 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 no. They're not yearly anymore, but I, I do have the one that recently came out because they sent it to us for review at Level Down Games. Oh, nice, nice, nice. So I believe it was fall 2016 because it was only a few months after we'd started up so yeah i do remember doing that though the king of fighters it was called uh king of fighters 14 if i'm not mistaken that's about right yeah okay because it wasn't they wasn't but it wasn't a year anymore it was just the you know the, how, however many titles it's been so so i believe it was king okay. of fighters 14.
1: O- always a great series in general yeah. um up- agreed in fact uh playing it like i said it just it got me, it, it got me hooked again. Um, to, to the point that I actually do want to check out the, the newest one. Um,
0: Which I wish forgot. I could said it to you, but I have it digitally. So, <laughs>
1: Son of a gun. I was trying to angle for him to send me something. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, as the, you know, the SNK team—they um, always knock it out of the park with the music. Uh, mm-hmm. I tried to nail down a single composer on this one. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, there was like twelve listed, so. We're gonna, to, we're gonna have to give our kudos just
0: to the SNK SNK, SNK sound team, like the J D K sound team over at Nihon Falcom. <laughs> pretty, pretty much the same deal, yeah. Yeah,
1: I I'm not, you know I, I want the give credit where credit's dude, but of course I'm not, I'm not listing all your names.
0: Of course, good of job, course. good job, you. Good job, SNK. Good job, indeed. But uh, no, dude, that was a good track. That was a that was a very you type of pick as well. It was a very you type yes. of pick.
1: And, uh, actually, my picks this week, I varied it all over the place. I tried to get something very me later on. I found something that's very Brian. Okay, so, I'm excited. So, 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 so forward to
0: that. I'm excited. And my picks are kind of all over the place, too. But I kind of went with stuff that, uh, everything that I've ever... Well, not everything. I have not played everything that's on my list, so... But I, I'm currently playing through the sequel to the first game on my list for this week. So... Regular viewers over at twitch.tv slash games will know that since Friday I have been playing a lot of Nino Kuni 2 Revenant Kingdom. So I decided to do a pick from the original Nino Kuni where it all began with Wrath of the White Witch. So this is one of my all-time favorite tracks from this game, and probably, dude, one of my favorite tracks in general in terms of video game music. This is a good track right here. So from Nino Kuni Wrath of the White Witch, this is the main theme. And that was the main theme from Nino Kuni, Wrath of the White Witch. Nino Kuni is such a fantastic franchise so far, man. It's developed by one of my all-time favorite JRPG developers at Level Five. They're the studio that obviously did Dark Cloud One and Two. They did Real Galaxy. They do White Knight Chronicles. They did um, Dragon Quest VIII for Square Enix. Level Five. They also do the Professor Layton games. So I mean, they, they, you know, they and they do some of the Yokai Watch stuff. They are good developers when it comes to JRPGs. This particular track here, though, I think is beyond epic, and there's a reason for that. There's a reason for that. The composer is Joe Hisashi, and if that name doesn't ring a bell to you, I don't blame you. He is a Japanese composer, so I'll give you a little story here. When Studio Ghibli agreed to produce the animated sequences of Nino Kuni because Studio uh, Ghibli actually did the animated sequences within oh, the, within the first Nino Kuni not the second one but they did for the first one they did all the animations for for Nino Kuni. They contacted Joe Hisashi to work on the game's music. Hisashi previously worked with Studio Ghibli on films such as Princess Mononoke and Spirited Away. Right. Oh, so he he is the composer behind those two movies. Uh, he met with the level five producer and writer Akiro Hino, and basically, after witnessing Hino's passion for the project of Nino Kuni, he agreed to work on the game's soundtrack. So, he did the entire soundtrack for Nino Kuni, Wrath of the White Witch. Um, Ray Kondo also created some background music for the score, and all in game music was performed by the Tokyo Philharmonic Orchestra. So, this was recorded by an actual orchestra as well. Um, like I said, love this, love this, love this, love this track. Um, he also is doing the soundtrack for *Ninokuni no Kuni 2 Revenant Kingdom, which I am currently playing through. But um, like I said, I, I don't believe that um, Studio Ghibli has anything to do with uh with no Kuni 2 Revenant Kingdom. Now, I could be wrong, I, but I don't think that... Uh, unlike the first game, which was a collaboration with Studio Ghibli, the sequel did not have their involvement. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't think Studio Ghibli was involved with, uh, with, with Revenant Kingdom. But it's cool that Joe Hisashi still is on there as the composer for the game. Because... As as I get further into the game and I hear more of the soundtrack, I will be picking some stuff from Nino Kuni to Revenant Kingdom in the future as well, because it has a fantastic track as well. Just because it's the same dude. Um, great games, great JRPGs. Some of the best right now. Obviously, Nino Kuni really brought the resurgence of the JRPG to the modern era. When when there really wasn't a whole lot of JRPGs coming out back when it released on PS3 and X. Oh, uh, well, it didn't release on Xbox 360, but when it released on PS3. And then now that uh, Nino Kuni 2 is out on PC and PS4. It's awesome dude. Like, and it's one of the highest rated JRPGs on Steam. Which is great. This yeah, game I just is, saw that. It was, it's, yeah. it's up there. Yeah, this game is so good. I've been streaming it over at twitch.tv slash leveldowngames. I streamed it all day on Friday, did a lot of it on Sunday, and pretty much every day going forward, I'm going to be doing Nino Kuni 2, unless I've already finished it by the time this episode posts, which is a possibility if I stream all day the next couple days. But uh, if not, again, you can tune in twitch.tv slash leveldowngames, check out the live streams. You can also go there and check out the video on demands if you missed any of the streams, or go to our YouTube channel, leveldowngames.com, search it on youtube.com, and you'll see all of our gameplay videos uploaded in about hour increments as well. But uh, I love this track, so it's so good. Where are you taking us to next?
1: Welcome, Brett. I'm taking you to the motherland, to Russia. Okay. This is from Twisted Metal 2, The Suicide Slide, Moscow level. that was from Twisted Metal 2, Moscow, The Suicide Slide, composed by Mr. Chuck E. Myers.
0: Chuck E. Myers?! Man... Mr. Chuck E. Cheese himself.
1: Where a kid can be a kid.
0: Where a Uh, kid can
1: be a kid. I know, dude. I love Twisted Metal.
0: It's a great Uh franchise, great franchise.
1: I was telling Brian, you know, what we do our picks throughout the week, you know, like what, what inspires me. So I, I played some SMK games, so there's King of the Fighters. I'm mm-hmm. Brian, why don't you ask me how I came up with playing this one?
0: How'd you well, come up with playing this one?
1: Well, I'm <laughs> in the middle of spring cleaning, mm-hmm. um, so I had some stuff on the floor. One of the things I had on the floor was a Sweet Tooth figure. I have a nice action figure of Sweet Tooth. And I stepped on it and I screamed out in pain. And then when it, when it saw sore, it was like, oh, I'll pick something up. It. It's a metal. Ha yeah, so My, my Pain, He or pleasure. Pleasure. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Which I, I distinctly remember the song. As do I, as
0: do I, as do I. Another very rocking pick for this episode of, of Radio Hour too. Believe it or not,
1: my last true rocking pick.
0: Okay, okay, so you're going different after this, okay? Yeah, I'm going a little crazy, a little nuts. Okay. Um, a Little nuts and people, bolts Banjo-Kazooie, perhaps?
1: Let's so, let's so, so check real quick. Let's kind of talk about some other things sure, he's done. Sure, sure, case. sure, sure, sure. Yep. Um, he's very well known for the um, DDR games, Dance Revolution. Okay. Um, okay. So that makes sense being Konami. Yeah. Um, uh, he also does the music for Power Spike, uh, Power Spike Pro Volleyball, which is another series I really like.
0: I've never played those. No. Well,
1: um, but really, his big thing is all the dance games. So the Disney Dance Revolution. Uh, the t- Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles dance. Man oh wow! Okay, okay, okay. He, he's he's a big dance guy. Game in general. Uh, I mean, otherwise, he's on Looney Tunes racing and Out Wars. Nothing, nothing that would be actually jumping out of up. Yeah, nothing,
0: like, nothing huge or anything like that.
1: J- Jet Moto, if you're a nerd like me and Brian.
0: Ah, wow, Jet Moto's is a good game, though, dude. <laughs> yes, Jet Moto is a great game.
1: <laughs> but other than that, yeah, he's not really the most well-known out there, but he's the man. He, he really is the man. Everything is just pure, hard-rocking grooves. Any mm-hmm. rock song you've heard in any of those games, it's pretty much checking like Myers.
0: That's cool. That's cool. And I mean, he does, like, all original stuff, too, for the most part. Yes. Which is which is cool, because I know a lot of those games, you know, they would use, like, uh, licensed I tracks. Yeah. But anything that he's done for those is usually all original. So that's kind of cool. That's pretty freaking cool.
1: So, so what, what do you got to balance out my hard-rocking, block-rocking beats?
0: Well, I am going to go with something here that's very, very different for me. So we're going to go back to the Nintendo 64 era. Oh, wow. Have you ever played a game, and I'm sure you have, but have you ever played a game called Mystical Ninja starring goman Oh yes. Yeah. Oh, well, wow, okay. We're going to go with a track from that game. This track
2: is i am impact
0: And that was I Am Impact from Mystical Ninja starring Goman. This was released. Yeah, it was 97. This was released on a Nintendo 64. Well, actually 97 in Japan. It was April 16th, 1998 here in North America. So um, and and this is did you play this game? You've actually played this game, yeah. right? 20 yeah. years ago. <laughs> I, uh, I never actually owned this game, but I did rent it from the local first row video. Probably three, four, maybe even five different times. Uh, I used to play this game almost every other weekend for a while there when it came out because i some reason got addicted to this game dude i got addicted to this game it's fun yeah it is uh that track there i am impact i'm not exactly sure who composed it but there's four different composers attached to this game there's shigeru ariki yusuke kato psycho miki and yasumasa kitigawa those are the i want to give us
1: one it's like i want to give us psycho miki
0: okay 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 um (laughs) <laughs> so those four composers did everything here in the Mystical Ninja starring Gomen. Um, I did find some stuff on the audio, though, here. It says uh, Mystical Ninja featured a cartridge size of 128 megabits, which is kind of funny to think about in today's day and age, that the cartridge was only 128 megabits then, uh, designed much larger than most of its peers and predecessor games to allow high-quality musical numbers and voice samples. In total, there are three musical number tracks on the game, uh, the theme of Gonbar Gomen, Gorgeous My Stage, and the one we just listened to, I Am Impact. They feature the talents of Hironobo Kagayama, Kagayami, uh, Ichiro Mizuki, and Toshihori Tachibana, and Etsuya Ota, respectively. So those are probably the, um, the vocals that you're hearing, or are contributed to those people. Uh, the song's main soundtrack is composed of a mix of traditional Japanese and modern instruments integrated in original arrangements, much like we heard there with I Am Impact. And what I like about I Am Impact is that um, it's very wipeout, almost. Very wipeout feeling. Like, you could definitely hear inspiration from that, and honestly, this is one of the only tracks I actually remember from the game Mystical Ninja starring Gōmen*. I don't really remember too much else, like, in terms of music from this game, but... I was thinking about it, and I, for some reason, this game popped into my head over the past couple of weeks, and I knew I was like, okay, I gotta play something from this game on the next volume of Radio Hour. So I started flipping through the soundtrack, trying to remember some stuff, and I was like, I don't remember anything. But then I started listening to this one, I was like, oh my God, I, re- I exactly remember this one. Like, then that's like, this has gotta be the one right here. So, I, I and it's just, it's cheesy. Like it. It's fun. It's like it's no, it's, it's
1: fun. Fun is exactly the word I want to use. there. it's, it's fun. Really
0: fun. It's fun. It doesn't take itself seriously. It's very cheesy, and it, I like it, dude. It, it, it's everything about it. I, I absolutely like it, and I think it is a good. It paints a good picture of what this game actually was, which is just nonsensical and fun. <laughs> Not nonsensical and fun. So. Check this game out if you haven't played this it's if they ever do a nintendo 64 classic edition i guarantee you this game is not going to be on there so you're going to want to look this up because this this one's definitely a a rare gem on the n64 it's a fun game it's a very fun game
1: absolutely it's worth, it's worth your time
0: yeah but we're going to go ahead and move into our listener pick for this week mm-hmm. and we got an email it was a very short email, no name attached, so we're just going to say here. Um, all they said was that we have not played anything from Undertale on BG Mania as of yet, and they thought that was a tragedy, that we've yet to play something from Undertale.
1: Let us remedy
0: that now. So we're going to remedy that now, yeah. So our listener pick from this week is from Undertale. The track is Megalovania. was megalovania from undertale and that's a great rocking tune there man i like that one and what's interesting here is i've never played undertale have you no
1: okay i know of undertale I'm not yeah into.
0: I, I obviously know exactly what undertale is it's a very 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 popular game it has a lot of critical acclaim behind it the soundtrack supposedly is excellent i've never actually even listened to much of the soundtrack so after hearing that i'm gonna have to go check that out Uh, Undertale, a game that I I, I feel is criminally underlooked by me. I'm going to have to remedy this. I'm going to have to play this game at some point. It was developed by Toby Fox. It was developed by one guy. Published by him. He also composed the entire soundtrack by himself. This game was honestly developed by one person and he did every single thing about this game it originally released on pc september 15 2015 it eventually came to ps4 and the vita on august 15 2017 so just last year and it's coming to nintendo switch later this year which we just saw in the uh, nintendo direct that it's coming here the last nintendo direct that we watched um it's interesting though man because like i said he composed the entire soundtrack by himself he's a self-taught musician and um he composed all of these tracks almost with little to no iterations. So he did it all in one take for the most part. Uh, The only one that he did multiple takes of was the main theme, which is also called Undertale. Um, And he said that his inspiration for the music in Undertale was obviously from the Super Nintendo era of Super Nintendo RPGs, such as Earthbound, as well as the webcomic known as Homestuck, for which he also provided some of the music for. Um, It says here... That, according to him, over 90% of the songs were composed specifically for the game. Megalovania, the one that we actually just listened to, uh, it says here the song is used during the boss battle with Sons. Uh, he did previously use that track within Holmstuck and in one of his Earthbound ROM hacks. So that Megalovania track that we heard has been in a webcomic and an Earthbound ROM hack as well. So that's kind of cool. That's kind of interesting. I like it. And like I said, dude, the tune is very, very rocking. I, that's a damn good tune. Yeah, I definitely like that. I'm definitely gonna have to check out more of the uh, the Undertale soundtrack. Because that person's right. It is it, it after hearing that, it's a tragedy. We have yet to play stuff from Undertale because that that, that was great. And uh, I definitely think I'm gonna need to play this game at some point. I just haven't had a chance to sit down and do it. It's sitting at a ninety two on Metacritic, it's very highly rated. So it's a very highly rated game. But that's gonna take us to your next pick.
1: Alright. I want the graphic.
0: Okay, we're going epic then.
1: All right, so we're going to go for the intro theme to Crisis 2, and we'll talk about that when we come back. that was the intro to Crisis 2 composed by the legendary Hans Zimmer.
0: I've never heard of him.
1: Um, he's done a few things here and there.
0: Um, sounds like a noob, dude. No, I'm just kidding. Obviously, Hans Han Zimmer's amazing. Hans Zimmer is absolutely amazing.
1: Uh, he won the Academy Award so many times over. Lion King, Gladiator.
0: Yeah. Um, he's mostly a film composer. He's mostly a mostly film composer. Po- mostly
1: film but the films, I mean, Cool runnings, yeah, one of our fav- one of our favorites,
0: yeah. Jamaican bobsled.
1: Uh, yeah. led. <laughs> Jamaica, uh, he's done something. Today, i the all. would take forever. Yeah, there's uh, no
0: way. There's no way we could do it all because his 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 catalog is so robust. It's insane. But any big movie, he's probably had something to do with it for the most part.
1: So instead, uh, I'm gonna talk about Crisis 2. Um,
0: yeah,
1: put out by EA Games.
0: Thank God! Th- th- thank God! The crisis <laughs> or Crytek got away from them some, eventually because uh, yes, they, was they, was got, out, they, they got out. They got out. They got out. They got out on their own. Crytek's on their own now. So thank God for that.
1: <laughs> um, this was a great game. I, I'm yeah. sure you played the
0: series. Absolutely, okay. I played. I played one, two, and three. So
1: this, this is the one where you play as Apatris.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Um, I played the hell out of this game. I'm pretty sure I played it on 360 when it came out. Mm-hmm. Um, but I wanted a nice big epic song and who's more epic than Hans Zimmer?
0: What's funny is a lot of people still like use the old meme that like, you know, well, you know, I've got a 1080 TI and I can run all this kind of stuff at 4k HDR 10 and like, but can you run crisis (laughs) three? Because crisis three for its time was, and still is a very, very gorgeous looking game. At ultra settings on PC, it's very gorgeous on ultra settings. And for a ti-
1: five years old. Yeah, <laughs> and
0: for a time there, the, you know, not too many PCs could actually run that game on ultra at 60 frames per second and actually have it look good. So that that's that'll always be a long-running meme that I will always get a lot of kick out of. So, Crisis
1: got a nine out of ten from mm-hmm. Game Informer mm-hmm. uh, yep. and IGN. Yep. So you know, definitely a great game. Um, it, was, it was Game of the Year in
0: Germany. But Crisis is good, dude. Crisis is a good game. Crisis is a good game with a very with a very good soundtrack behind it. So, I mean, I remember just playing this
1: game and just being blown away by that. I mean, this is, it was pretty innovative in 2011. Right,
0: right, and really, honestly, dude, tilt still to this day, like, it still does a lot of things right in the first person shooting genre. Like, it still does a lot of things right. Crisis is a good game. And, and I'm sure and at Brian, some point we'll see a Crisis Four. I'm sure at some point we'll see but, but, but a Crisis
1: Brian, Four. Brian definitely stole what I want to say at the end, way we're gonna go. Thank God, Crytek broke away.
0: Oh yeah, well.
1: <laughs> I was still gonna close out. And I was like, thank God. And so I'm I'm glad you recognize it to you. Yeah. Thank God.
0: No, yeah. Obviously, I mean, I'm always gonna say that. EA, like I said, I, I don't mind EA as a company. But I just don't like some of their business practices where they're so quick to shut some of these studios down. Whereas I'd like to keep them around and keep making games and keep trying to, you know, resurrect them and keep doing stuff. So I think it, it is for the best that Crycheck was able to get away. It's just unfortunate that some of these other studios did not, you know, get so lucky like Bioware. I wish they would have been able to break away too. Yeah. But is what it is, is what it is. It is what it is. But that'll take me to my next pick. So I'm going to counter your epic with something even better. So, from a game that I played last year that I absolutely loved called Next Machina, this track is Let Me Save You. And that was Let Me Save You from Next Machina. Dude, I love this track. I absolutely love this track. The entire, I'm I'm honestly surprised with myself because I am a huge fan of Next Machina. I keep going back to it. It is something that I jump in and will do like a match or two every now and then on PS4. I have the game on PS4. Um, I I will jump in randomly and play this game quite often, actually. Uh, I, I think this game is really, really fun. Uh, it was developed and published by Housemark. So obviously Housemark the studio behind Resogun, um, you know, Dead Nation, Alien Nation. That's the type of games they play. They do the twin stick shoot 'em ups. Some games that I absolutely love playing. Um, and their whole soundtrack to Next Machina is very very much us, dude. It's very much Retrowave. It's very much synthwave. And I was kinda of disappointed with myself. because I, I went through and played a, a match um, the other day, which is how I thought to pick this track for the for the for the episode for Radio Hour volume nine. And I was kind of sitting there like, wow, I can't believe I haven't picked anything from Next Machina before. So the entire soundtrack was composed by Ari Pulkinen, and he is a Finnish video game composer. His most famous claim to fame is he did the Angry Birds games. So oh, he did okay. he did the, uh, the Angry Birds theme. That's perhaps his most famous work. And he did all the music for all the Angry Birds mobile games. Uh, in terms of other video games, he did Super Stardust HD. He did Trine. He did Dead Nation. He did Trine 2, Super Stardust Delta, um, Resogun, Trine 3, Alienation, and Next Machina. So besides the Angry Birds stuff, he typically works with Housemark for the most part. And his stuff is great, dude. I absolutely love his work. I think it's fantastic. And Angry Birds itself has some, you know, I, I might not be a yes. fan of mobile games, but this, the, the music behind it is pretty good. And I like what Ari does here because he uses a lot of electronic music, a lot of synthwave stuff. And it, it's it's fantastic, dude. This, this game is absolutely fantastic. The whole game itself has a very cyberpunk slash cablepunk slash dark tone to it. Uh, it. It's pretty cool, dude. This game is really, really, really cool. I'm, I, I oh. dig it.
1: You picked one hell of a song.
0: Yes. I picked an amazing track, for sure.
1: And I am going to counter that with something equally amazing.
0: Equally? Okay. Not better, but equally.
1: Maybe better. It all depends on how you feel about... Personal who, opinion. ...my awesome composer, who's going to knock this out of the park. Okay. This is actually a song from a video game based on a TV show, so how good could it be? Oh, did you pick something from home improvement the game? Almost, almost. This is from this is going to be the title music from Time Tracks. That was the title screen from Time Tracks. Like I said, a game based on a TV show. A pretty and good I,
0: TV show from what I hear.
1: No. Not a <laughs> it was an okay TV show. Um, it came out in 93. It was in the same programming block as Babylon 5. That's how I'm familiar with it.
0: Okay, okay, okay.
1: Um, but it was produced by Larimar Television. Uh, Laramar is responsible for lots and lots of big shows, uh, more maybe like, really notable to us Perfect Strangers okay, Family okay. Matters uh, Step by Step Hang on Mr. Cooper and the, the ill-famed Freddy's Nightmares and the Stephen King's uh, it miniseries okay but we're not talking about the TV show here we're talking about the music Talking about the music
0: by Tim Fallon
1: okay okay we, we, we've had here before we've I just played something, something
0: from from him last radio hour so
1: if you remember, uh, the first time we played him was I played him for Equinox and Pluck in the same episode.
0: Yeah, yep.
1: Um, I mean, picked you know, you, you Echo the dolphin. I can go on forever and ever for Tim Fallen, But I wanted something very synth-wavy, and this game
0: itself... Cool. Remember, he's the it, one that did my super off-road track from last episode. Yes, it's good. Yeah.
1: The, the, this this game itself is based on the TV show, the TV show's premise is criminals travel back in time 200 years from the year 2193 so bring it back to 1993 see how that math works you
0: mean they're leaving uh, they're leaving tracks through time
1: they use the they, they use the time machine actually called the tracks the time oh tracks
0: okay okay okay
1: and detective darian lambert has to hunt them down
0: in 1993 detective so detective tap dude detective tap from dead, dead by daylight <laughs>
1: there you go it was such a bad show it was so so bad it sounds like, it
0: sounds terrible but, and i'm glad i never watched it and I honestly never even didn't even realize it was a game either so
1: it went on for it went on for two seasons 44 episodes uh I don't even think we got the full run here in the US it was an Australian based thing I just remember watching it because I was an Apple on 5 fan and Battle um and you know we we, we caught it that way but it is so so bad it's just it's not it's not good at all no I I don't recommend the show I mean Do do you recommend the game though the game is not bad it's not great okay um it's almost better to go into the game not knowing of the show because sure. the show, is, the show is so bad. At least playing the game, the story told there is better than what's. It's,
0: okay, it's, if that, not, makes if show, but, that makes sense.
1: That makes sense. But it's, it's it's a very standard. Yeah, I, I, this is this game's. It's about a six, six and a half. Okay, I think it's, okay. It's, it's not a good game, not a bad game, but just a game.
0: So does the rest of the soundtrack sound very synth wavy, very, very much, much like this as well? Fair, okay, sure. Yeah, everything is like you know futuristic. I'm and, gonna have to check out the soundtrack then for sure. Because I, I, di- I, was, I was digging that track, dude.
1: You can't go wrong with the Fallen Brothers, you
0: know? No, I, I was definitely digging that track, so I, I'm very much interested to see what else is out there for that game. So that was a good track. I like that one a lot. Um, but I'm going to have to say Next Machina probably better than that one. We'll,
1: we'll, 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 we'll <laughs> argue about that one. <laughs> All
0: right, let's go ahead and move in to my next pick, and this is going to be from a game that is currently available on the Nintendo Switch. And it's something that I got a code for last year, and I just never got around to trying it out. Well, I was sitting there, and I had the Switch plugged in, and I was waiting for something to finish popping, uh, exporting out of Premiere, a video that I was doing. And I just fired up the Switch, and I turned the game on. I didn't actually play the game. But I turned the game on because I wanted to see it in motion. I want to see the opening sequence. I didn't, I literally only had like 10 minutes. So I wasn't going to start the game. I literally just wanted to turn the game on because I had never even turned the game on. And when I turned the game on, I heard this track and I was like, oh my God, I got to play this. So this is from Blossom Tales The Sleeping King. The track is the title screen. Was the title screen from Blossom Tales, The Sleeping King. Just waiting for you to make a bad joke, dude. I love Blossom. (laughs) Whoa. (laughs) Waiting for you to make a bad joke. (laughs) Because what's funny is you're like, I don't know this game. I was like, yes, you do. We watched it on an episode of Game Oracles. And you even did the whoa, Blossom bad joke. And you're like, did I really? That sounds like something I would do. (laughs) And then we went back and found it. <laughs> that was past Frank and past Frank and present Frank and the same guy. That was December. It was four months ago. Not even. I don't I dwell in the past. Link, yeah. I, li- I link to the past. That's what this game is inspired by. A link to the past. Pretty much, it's just uh, it looks like. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And this game is so good, dude. Um, I just, I, I really need to sit down and actually play it. I'm probably just gonna stream it on Twitch, to be honest. Um, I think you should, man, because it looks good. Yeah. I Fatter, something better, just send this to me. I'll no play it. Well, it's a digital copy, so I can't. Then
1: send me your Switch.
0: <laughs> <That easy. laughs> and what, what's really cool about Blossom Tales here, dude, is that it was composed by Visager, who is a. I, I don't know what else they've done. Um, I, I went to their band camp, visager.bandcamp.com, and I was looking around there, and all I could see that they've done is Blossom Tales. So I don't know. I see stuff that they recommend and that kind of stuff, but I don't really know if they have actually done anything else, which is cool. But what I heard with the Blossom Tales, the Blossom Tales soundtrack, I'm interested to hear it in game now. And I definitely want to hear more of this soundtrack. It's definitely good. I really like it. So absolutely. Yeah, they're awesome. Yeah, I definitely really, really, really like this What I've heard. And uh, it's a pretty robust soundtrack too. Here, Like I said, if you go to their band camp, uh, 44 tracks and you can buy this entire album for five bucks. So at all, no, that's a pretty good price. And they're based out of Brooklyn. So, you know, New York, not too far from you, New York represent not too far from you at all. But this is going to take us now to the point in the episode where we're going to get to the Jessica pick. So we are going to let her talk about this. And this this one's interesting here because I had to help her out with this one because she wanted to pick something from uh, Code Realize, Guardian of Rebirth, which is one of her all time favorite visual novels. But we couldn't find the name of the track. We couldn't find the composers. We couldn't find anything. So we finally found the we finally found the track on SoundCloud. So I'm gonna let her talk about the track, and then we'll be back.
3: Hey everyone, um, it's Jessica here for this pick this month. I decided to go
0: with my all time favorite visual novel, Code Realize, and the reason why is because. The second part is actually coming out, um, I believe, on the 30th of this month, so I'm extremely excited and this song is pretty much going to go out to that. Um, This is the song that plays after you've beaten your happy ending, Um, and I just felt like, you know, since it was a happy ending, this was the best song to pick.
3: (laughs) Um, So anyways, I do hope you guys enjoy it, and have a good one!
0: And that was an unnamed track, I have no idea what it's called, from Code Realize, Guardian of Rebirth. This is a visual novel that was released on the PlayStation Vita. Uh, It came out October 20th, 2015, here in North America. And it's also coming to PlayStation 4 next week, March 30th, 2018. Um, The other, the fan disc, which was like a, a, a side, so like a secondary story... A, a fan disc release that Axis actually is bringing that over as well from Japan, which also comes out on the beat of the same day, March 30th. So Jessica, we're hoping that she gets it. We're hoping she gets a copy to review, but if not, we're going to buy it for her. Cause this is her, absolutely her favorite visual novel of all time. Um, she, she played the crap out of this one. She's played it multiple times through for the stories. Uh, she loves this game. Uh, it was composed by Mew. M Y U. That's all I know. So, um, if you go to their Wikipedia for the game, it literally just says that it was composed by Mew. This person arranged and compo- um, composited the songs for the first game. Uh, Hijiri Anzi arranged and composed the opening and the first two ending songs, while Nayuki Osada did the third ending song. So, but Mew did the rest of the soundtrack, so... But, again, she knew this is the track because she went to the SoundCloud for the soundtrack and listened to the whole soundtrack to find the track she wanted to play for this episode. But... There's no name for it. It's all in Japanese. And I mean, we, I have no idea what it's called. So is what it is. That's the track. It's from Code Realize. It's a visual novel. The sequel's coming out next week and it was a good track, though. I liked it very, it very, we very, pretty. obviously pretty, very emotional. You could tell it was you could definitely tell it was from a visual novel. But I like that. I like that kind of music. So it was cool. It was cool. I like it a lot. Um, that's going to bring us to your last pick for this episode. So what are you going to do I'm, for us? I'm going to
1: use my last pick to do a little shilling, if I will. Okay. Um, if you want to check out our uh, our Twitch or uh, here on YouTube, we've just played uh, A Way Out.
0: Yeah, we played it this past Saturday night. The entire uh, game, dude. Entire game. The entire,
1: entire game. I apologize for how bad Brian was at this game. Yeah. Uh, but this is going to be from uh, A Way Out, uh, the trailer, the final trailer released. Okay. Uh, this song is called No Good. No Good. Yeah. <clears throat> was no good from the final trailer for A Way Out, performed by Kale. Mm -hmm. Which is a disgusting vegetable that I don't like. (laughs) Uh, uh, Like I said, uh, we've been playing uh, A Way Out. We streamed the entirety of the game. Yes. Um, Super, super fun. Mm -hmm. Uh, I really like the whole idea of having to play together. Yeah, you can only
0: play this game co-op. You cannot play single player, which is a cool concept because not too many games force you to play with somebody else and it's like it's an intricate part of the story because you're two guys are breaking out of prison you play one your friend plays the other but what's cool about this game is that only one of you actually needs to own it so you know if one person plays the game they can send you a, a trial pass basically which allows you to play the as long as you have the game downloaded it allows you to play the full game for free as well which is cool that's a cool concept for for a game
1: i Seriously. like that 30 bucks you and your friend going on a game together or if you yeah. really want to support them, you'd be by the game yourself and you can play with anyone else anytime you want. Yeah, and it's
0: did. it's only 30 bucks um, and it, it's cool because it's a six to eight hour game. So, I mean, it's not that long. I mean, it, it, it's, but it's a good experience, but it's it's the half the cost of a, of a, of a normal game. It's only 30 bucks. So, and, and for that $30, you get an epic adventure. Now, I've heard the story isn't spectacular, but the game is not really, you know, it's not mostly about the story it's about your experience with your friend playing through this game and trying to get out of prison and survive like that's what the whole game is about so
1: it's not the journey not the destination yeah
0: exactly exactly um but no that was a good pick there and I really like that too very not I mean it's it had some rock elements to it obviously but it's more like oh I don't even know blues yeah bluesy rock bluesy southern rock so to speak yeah yeah absolutely 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 But I am going to go from something that came out this past week as well. So obviously, A Way Out came out uh, Friday last week. I'm going to go with something that came out Tuesday of last week. And this is from a game that I have been watching a lot of people play on Twitch. It's a game that I wish I could have jumped into, but I just did not want to spend the $60 for it right away when it came out. And that's Sea of Thieves. We've talked about this before on the Max Level Podcast. We talked about this on Game Oracles when we watched the trailers. We've talked about this on Twitch.tv/slash Games during live streams when me, you, Sean, and Justin were talking about maybe jumping in and trying out Sea of Thieves. Um, it's just, it, it, I was, I was scared to jump into this game because I didn't think there was a whole lot going on. I thought it would just be the same stuff over and over. And I've been watching a lot of people stream at Twitch.tv. I've been watching a lot of Sea of Thieves streams. And I think the game does look really, really fun. I really do. It um, really does. Yeah, it looks really fun. I, dude, I'm, I'm almost close to caving and buying this game, because I feel like if we don't jump in soon, we're gonna miss the entire, you know, for for a bad pun, we're gonna miss the boat, so to speak, if we don't, uh, <laughs> if we don't jump in soon. So I, I almost do want us to buy this game. Because I'd love to play this and and try to actually get something in while the community's hot. There's a strong community in this game right now. There's a lot of people playing Sea of Thieves. It's continuously ranked near the top for Twitch streams. I I constantly see people online playing this game. I constantly see people in the community. And I kind of do want to play this game. So we'll have to maybe talk and see maybe about jumping into this soon. Because I don't want to wait too much longer because then the community could potentially be dead. Um, But but the track we're going to be playing from Sea of Thieves is called We Shall Sail Together. And this is a tune that you can actually hear performed in some of the taverns when some of the islands are that you're in. It's a very bard-esque song, so to speak. You know, if you would hear like in The Witcher or Skyrim. It's very something like that. But it's, you know, pirates singing it instead. Uh, the entire soundtrack to Sea of Thieves was composed by Robin Beanland. Uh, I went through and listened to the entirety. Well, not the entire um, Sea of Thieves soundtrack. I didn't listen to all of them. But uh, it's cool because Robin actually composed a lot of tracks and games for Rare. So he is Rare in-house. You know how you had Grant Kirkhope, you had David Wise at Rare. Well, Robin... Is from the same time period as them. But he actually stuck on with Rare after they were sold in bought by Microsoft. Whereas Grant and David, you know, they kinda of went off and did their own thing with freelancers. Robin's still been there, dude. So so Robin has worked on the Donkey Kong Country series, he's worked on the Killer Instinct games, um, did Goldeneye 007, did Jet Force Gemini, did Conquer's Bad Fur Day, entirely. The entire soundtrack was was Robin. Um, did Banjo Pilot, did Conquer Live and Reloaded, Cameo Elements of Power, Viva Pinata, Banjo Kazooie, Nuts and Bolts, Connect Sports, Connect Sports Season Two. Unfortunately, that's what Rare got stuck on in the 360 era. Uh, Fable Heroes, Rare Replay, and Now Sea of Thieves. So, so Robin is still still an original Rare composer. that I think he might be the only one left. So I don't know. It's kind of cool though. It's cool. Yeah, kind of cool that 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 uh, that Robin's still there, and uh, you know interesting it's really really cool so i would love to play this game and i would really like to you know i I, dude i think we need to because it looks fun and obviously we always talk about rare and how rare we've been hoping rare makes a comeback because rare is not the same rare that they were back in the day a lot of that a lot of that rare is at platonic games now with ukulele but but rare as a name i still like the rare name and i think that sea of thieves is catching on and I think that Thea, I think that Sea of Thieves is is getting a community that uh, that I would like to be a part of. So I, I think I might have to jump into this game at some point because it does look like a lot of fun. But, they're
1: getting to come back.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. That'd be cool, dude. That'd be cool. Everyone, you know, they just go back to Rare and they go back to Nintendo and start making Banjo Kazooie games again and Donkey Kong Country games again. And...
1: It would break my heart. <laughs>
0: But that is going to bring us to the close of Radio Hour Volume 9 for the month of March 2018. Unfortunately, we're already done with the music. Uh, Unless you have anything else you wanted to discuss before we get on out of here today.
1: I feel like we said it all.
0: Alright, well thank you so much for joining us on this episode of BG Mania. As I mentioned at the beginning of the episode, BG Mania is uploaded on iTunes and Google Play every Wednesday. Leaving us a rating and a review if you haven't already done so on either iTunes or Google Play helps us out tremendously in terms of search results. If you have any ideas or requests for future episodes, remember to email us at bgmania at leveldowngames.com with those requests. If you're interested in supporting us here at Level Down Games, we can continue to do what we love and bring quality content to you on a daily basis. Remember that we have affiliate links in the descriptions for all of our podcasts on iTunes and Google Play, as well as the description box on all of our YouTube videos. We've got Amazon, Technic Sport Gaming Chairs, Origin PC, and Razer. Supporting us through any or all of those affiliate links means the absolute world to us. To stay up to date on all things Level Down Games, be sure to subscribe to us on YouTube. You can find our main account on Twitter at OriginalLDG. I'm at Brian underscore LDG. Frank is at the Frankosaurus. We're both on Instagram. I'm at Brian.LDG and Frank is at the Frankosaurus. once again. We can be found on Facebook for general posts and information. And finally, over at twitch.tv slash leveldowngames for all of our live streams. Feel free to say hello when you drop on by. And remember, if you sub to us on YouTube, follow us on Twitch, and leave us a review on iTunes, we will send you one, two, or maybe even more crappy steam games doing all these things will ensure that you never miss an episode of max level our video game podcast every monday game oracles our video game trailer show every tuesday bg mania a video game music podcast every wednesday glow a podcast dedicated to professional wrestling every thursday and revisiting the classics our weekly trip back to the past to play some retro games every saturday plus you'll have access to all of our video reviews top 10 series unboxings let's plays reaction videos and so much more Of course, all this is also found on our main home internet, and hopefully yours as well. LevelDownGames.com Next week, we are returning to our series episodes. We're going to be taking a look at The Legend of Zelda Part 5. We'll be taking a look at three games, so we'll have seven tracks from each game. We've got The Minish Cap, which is a good game. We've got Phantom Hourglass, and we have Spirit Tracks. Which are okay games.
1: We have Minish Cap guys. We
0: have Minish Cap. <laughs> yeah, minish cap. <laughs> but we have to look at Phantom Hourglass and Spirit Tracks as well. Uh, it's interesting though. We only have four episodes for Zelda left. The, uh, part eight is our last episode for Zelda, and Part eight takes place in August. <laughs> so yeah, Part Part five of the Legend of Zelda is next week. That's Minish Cap, Phantom Hourglass, and Spirit Tracks. Taking us out of this episode once again, we have "We Shall Sail Together" from the recently released Sea of Thieves. Keep the music playing and keep it loud
2: cloaked in folds of
3: midnight waters side by side we sons and daughters we set forth for no king's orders but we'll sail
2: together